Welcome to our podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. Join us as these neighbors drop by unannounced for conversations that are fun, relevant, and just downright neighborly. 2020 is burning. They're bringing marshmallows, a desire to talk about it, and their mission to laugh now and again, no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. That's right, the podcast where neighbors drop by unannounced. We don't knock, we just show up for some good times. Isn't that right, Phil? It's true, you do. You, you just I like show how up. You, I like how it's like, you just show up. That, but it, you're right, it is true. I am the one that just shows up. We're going to have to record next time at your place. I can just knock and be like, hey, it's Tuesday. It, that's right. I have no problem with that. My wife, on the other hand, is the one that has has the issues because she has to make sure everything is clean and everything's got to be very specific. Yeah, fair enough. So fair I, enough. she's very particular about entertaining so I have. Tr- you think at this point she'd be so sick of me that she would no longer worry about that? She'd be like, "Oh, it's Phil. It's fine." Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we don't, we yeah. don't need to just let him. Really, did he did he bathe? Well, I, she'll let you know that one. Actually, she, she let me know that the other night. I gave her a oh. <laughs> I gave her a hug. I yeah, I've been doing stuff all day, and it was the end of the day, and she came home. It was a little later, and I gave her a hug and a, and a kiss, and I was like, "Ooh, I love you." And she's like, "Ooh, you stink." I mean, it just came straight out. I was just like. <laughs> I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> I'm going to take a shower. So I was getting my hair cut um, a few years back. And the, the girl who washes people's hair at the hair salon, right? She, you know, put, gets the sink all with warm water and stuff. And I like lean Like warm back. water, like scalding hot water. No, no she was good. Warm oh, water. Okay. But I have had the, like, burn, <laughs> burn your, your scalp head. off, yeah, you know, exactly. like Fire Marshal Bill scene from, <laughs> from In Living Color, right? That's right. <laughs> um, no, but so she's she's washing my hair and she's like... Oh, you smell like outside. I was like, "Excuse, excuse me, excuse me." Wow. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I mean, I mean." Um, I was like, "Yeah, backpedal." Yeah. yeah, you know what you you know what you tell her at that point. You just say, "Look, relax, relax, <laughs> relax, lady, relax." Yeah, hey, I just came relax. in to get my, relax. I just yeah. came in to get my hair cut. No, there's a lot of great things uh, coming up. Um, before we get into anything, um, I, I do want to say. That it was awesome having Tony Camel on the show uh, last podcast. If you guys haven't heard that podcast, Grammy Grammy nominated singer songwriter Tony Camel joined us last week. Fantastic guy, awesome. He really was, and yeah, you know, go back listen to the podcast. But more importantly, his new album dropped on that very day, and it is spectacular. I I can't get enough of it. So. Yeah, I'm I'm loving it actually. I, I've I've listened to it so many times now. So so anyway, so a quick shout out to them, and a lot of other things coming up. And I know there's something coming up this week that we can tell our listeners about. Is it like a near miss with an asteroid? Is that what's coming up? <laughs> no. No? It's, Damn. It's your birthday. Oh, that asteroid. Yeah, that's not a near miss. That's, that's just a- <laughs> hurtling towards my world. That's right. Well, I'm not going to make it. We're not saying any any numbers here, but it is exciting. It is exciting. It's the first birthday I get to actually celebrate. Or be a part of with you. This is true. This is true. By the time we drop this episode, the event will have come and gone. So that's, that's true. We'll be talking about this, about all the things that we caught on film and, and, and camera that maybe that we'll have to maybe edit to our, our listeners out there. If I have to endure a birthday party for my 40th, we are definitely setting up a microphone and possibly a camera because... That's going to be great. That's going to be great. That is hours of entertainment. And for those of you that are subscribers, you guys are going to be on a lookout for that. We'll call it it the special edition 
<laughs> Midnight at Phil's. Frankly, the pressure of being on audio or on film might be the only thing that keeps me from like <laughs> being completely wasted by four o'clock in the afternoon and useless, you know? Well, no, I got to ask you, when you know you're being filmed, like specifically in, in, a, in a very social setting, not, not like this similar, I know we're, we're doing are filming for the sure. podcast, but when you're in like a party setting when there's multiple people, right? Do you act any differently? Like, you know how some people change their, all of a sudden their voice changes? I think like, I do. Do you? I think I do act a little bit differently. I think that wears off with a couple of, of rounds of drinks. I think I start becoming much more. Um, so you start very country club. <laughs> and then we. Uh, God. <laughs> and then we get down to what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I start all in New England, you know, oh, yes, and I was having the most wonderful dry martini. Shaken, not stirred. Shaken, indeed, right? And by the end, it's like, y'all, we need to get some serious, you know, ranch water's going on around here. The ranch more, water. More shots, shots, round of shots. Yeah. I go from sounding like uppity moose to sounding like mater, right? Do you, I mean, do you have, do you feel like you have an accent? No. I don't think you have an accent, but, uh, but sometimes I like, some people think that their accent is hidden. That it comes out at certain times. Like I know, I already talked about my wife today, but and I talk about her a lot. She's I love her. She's awesome. She's amazing. But in case you're listening, in case honey, you're listening, honey, yeah. she doesn't listen to you. <laughs> no, she has an accent that comes out at certain times. Not when she's drinking, but when she does drink. But at just certain moments, it comes out really thick. And her family's from Georgia, Texas, and Georgia. And I swear, it's more Georgian than Texan. <laughs> When it comes out, like Southern, but like Savannah, oh, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I've actually heard her slip into that. It, it's really crazy yeah, to it, me. It most definitely happens. Yes. Um, and she'd most be a, definitely. She Whoa. is a Southern belle. She is a Southern belle. Indeed. Indeed. Dude, it's funny. So I've heard, I've heard people say that, you know, you're from Connecticut when, when you speak, you have no accent. So there could be a little bit, and that's, that's the Southwestern part of Connecticut mainly because you get like east of the Connecticut River, and there's all sorts of weird things, like huge becomes huge for some reason. I've, I have no idea why that is, but it happens. Um, but my problem is I'm very mimetic instinctly. I, I, I can't help it, right? Instinctually, I'm very mimetic. So I tend to completely accidentally mimic other sounds that I'm hearing around me and other people's accents. And I've offended people before in a really big way. I've been called out on it. You know, like if I'm out with somebody from the UK, right? Two drinks in, all of a sudden, I just start picking up these little things and I don't know I'm doing it. And they start looking at me, you know, like, is he making fun of me? Oh, bloody hell. Like, <laughs> fucking wanker. You know, they, 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 but it happens, right? And it's really, really bad when I get around people from, obviously, all my old stomping grounds in New England, it's really bad. Right? Oh, it's like, it's, I mean, it's habit, right? I mean, yeah, you, the, you just kind of Brooklyn bro starts coming out and all that. But then you get up into like upstate New York or upstate Pennsylvania areas like that. There's a very distinct um, accent that people have. It's not it's not like the Minnesota thing. It's, it's a little bit different. Um, but that starts to come out. And then if I come down to a really really Southern Belle sort of town in, in you know Georgia or in Alabama that starts coming out if I go to California the surfer dude thing starts coming out I don't mean to do it it just happens my mom does it too which is really interesting really yeah she's actually worse about it than I am oh wow yeah to the point where it's it's almost embarrassing <laughs> to be out with her right because <laughs> she'll be at a dinner with somebody who's from let's say England 
and and she's just quite suddenly, you know, <laughs> very proper. Indeed, <laughs> she almost said lift more than once. You know, it, it's like, whoa, mom, stop, put pump the brakes. <laughs> I, I can't say that my my folks are th- are that way. My dad doesn't really have an accent. No, no, not really. My my mom, my mom in in some senses. I mean, they they sound like they're from Texas, but not in the sense. Like, they live in Dallas now, but they don't sound like most people from Dallas. Most people from Dallas that I hear that have been there a long time sound what I would call more Texan with their right. accents than people from Houston. A little and, forced, too, right? Like Yeah, like, when you think of, when everyone says you think of the big hair in Dallas and, and all of this, I mean, it's true. Yeah, you yeah. know, you go up there, you know, I, I don't have anything against Dallas, this whole... You know, rivalry. city rivalry. I don't know where, you know. Well, being not from Texas, I've never understood that. <laughs> so for me, it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Houston, raw. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So Connecticut never had a rival. Well, type how of- can anyone compete with Connecticut? <laughs> as long as I have my Sperry's on. <laughs> it's like, all I can picture is the I'm on boat song, you know. <laughs> I got my Afghan on and my flippy floppies. You know what? It, it's too bad. We, we, need to, we need to find a way to get the rights to that to play on the show. So <laughs> I bet if we just ask, he'd be like, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So, but anyway, jumping back, you know, my, my folks are very opposite. They sound the same pretty much wherever they go. Interesting. It is interesting to me, but, but my mom's hilarious because I love her to death, but she will talk about New York as if she's still living there, like from yesterday, right? She loves it so much. And I can't blame her. It's great. But like, she, she'll talk about it almost as if it happened like last week. Yeah. And I'm like, Ma, you haven't been in in new york for how many years it's been you've been here for like 25 30 years everyone everyone from new york does that not just new york in fairness new york and chicago like new york city and chicago are the two cities i find that everyone who's ever lived there even they lived there for a day right talks about like oh yeah i know this and that and it's right there i went there a thousand times and just like it was yesterday you know, right. we, we have we have a mutual friend I know. from Chicago. We're gonna bring this up at your birthday. We're we're definitely gonna have this. They will be there. I, we we can we can uh, we can see if I'm right or wrong about this. I'd love that would be a cool experiment. But so anyway, so a lot going on. We have the, your birthday coming up. We've had a great guests, and we have some more fantastic guests that are coming by, uh, that are gonna be on the show in coming uh, coming up episodes. So you're gonna want to stay tuned for those. But it's Labor Day weekend. It's not a typical Labor Day weekend coming up. No. I mean, what... Nothing is typical in the Upside Down. Have you always done something for your birthday because it is Labor Day weekend typically? Have you always done something? Or have you guys gone and had like a Labor Day weekend with your birthday included? No, you know, so I grew up in a race car family. I don't think we talked about this on the show um, very much, if at all. But but my father races cars. He used to race professionally. My eldest brother still races professionally. Um, and my other brother has also raced wheel-to-wheel auto racing. So growing up in that kind of environment, summer weekends were kind of a, a hot ticket item, right, for the family. There, we, we were basically always traveling to a racetrack every single summer, almost every single weekend, somewhere in the country. So Labor Day being a holiday weekend has always been um, a time for a really big race of, of some sort. It also used to coincide when I was much younger with the first day of school. I know that shuffled around quite a bit in the years since. But when I was in you know grade school, usually we would start school the day after Labor Day. Um, 
but I, I spent most of my holiday birthday weekends at racetracks. And that's actually exactly what I'm doing this weekend. My father is racing um, in a class called STL in the SCCA at MSR Houston this weekend. Typically, we would invite all sorts of local friends and family down, have a big party. And, I was about and, to say, well, sign me up. I know, brother, make it a really good time. And and it really is a nice time. It's actually a, a it, the attendance of this race tends to be a little bit lower than other events. It, it happens to conflict with a couple other races, usually up at um, Circuit of the Americas at Coda in, in Austin um, and a couple of other southern regional races, again, because it's a it's Labor Day weekend. So it's a very popular weekend to try to get sporting events in. Because it was historically a little bit uh, lesser attended from a driving standpoint and a team standpoint, it made for a really interesting environment to bring more spectators and to have some fun and, and really like people can go around and talk to drivers and, and go in people's garages and check out the cars. Oh, it and sounds a lot of fun. It, it was really neat. Unfortunately, with COVID, they're still not allowing spectators. It's only crews. So it'll be me, my brother, who's in town from Connecticut, actually, with his family um, and my father for for two days of racing. So they'll be there for three. I'll be there for two. Family fam affair. Family affair. That's a, I mean understandable i mean I, I get why they're doing that i mean i i'm a racing virgin i, I have never been Ugh. i know <laughs> i have not had my cherry Ugh. popped <laughs> uh so it's, it's a lot of fun i i'd really love to check out a race i was always put off because i was never into nascar or i i liked i liked the formula one type of stuff sure uh in that sense but I've never actually been to a race. And so, you know, it's interesting for, for a little bit to watch on TV. Like if I'm, you know, all of a sudden it comes up or you're not doing anything, you see it. I'll watch it for a second and I'm just kind of like, eh, and then I go on. But I think it's, I mean, you tell me the experience, what makes the experience a lot different being there? Well, you have obviously like in any given sport, you've got various levels to the sport, right? So experiencing a, um, Formula One race up at Coda in Austin is a much different thing than experiencing a club race like we'd be doing down here at MSR. It's not to say that the competition is any different, right? But sort of the, um, the grandness of it is very, very different. And NASCAR is sort of its own world in that regard because... Right, I kind of figured that a little bit. I, I'm not quite sure... That would be something for me, it, and, and, and personally. In all honesty, it's not something for me either. I've never been a NASCAR fan. I'm actually never been. I've never been a circle track fan of any kind. So the type of racing we do, they call it road racing, and what that means is you turn both directions, right? It's wheel to wheel racing. These are, um, per well, we race in various classes. This class is actually the STL is actually a race prepared Mazda Miata. Um, which makes for one of the most fantastic race cars ever conceived. It, it's brilliant. But the other class that we've raced in, or that my father has raced in over the years, is a purpose-built tube frame ground-up race car. It looked like a Nissan 350Z, um, but that's just, you know, S-Glass and fiberglass and carbon fiber body panels. It's not uh, anything really Nissan at all, right? The engine block was Nissan, and then, and then that's it. So the... To answer your question more directly, the, the experience of being down there, being at a race is interesting because what you very, very quickly learn is that it's much less the Hollywood, um, you know, 
cowboy jet fighter race car driver persona and much more a game of meticulous repetition and engineering right which i i can completely appreciate i i think that's what is really unique about it i think that's that's kind of neat to to be able to experience that it is i would still be the one down there walking around going rubbin's racing you totally. know i mean i would still be doing that it's called rubbin yeah and i mean and everyone would be looking at me like oh yeah he's never been to a race before well so my eldest brother races in a professional big wing open cockpit class um open wheel called f4 and he mostly races against teenagers that are all trying to to make their way up to Formula One or Indy and things like that. But this is big budget, carbon fiber tub, you know, big teams. This, this is, this is a, a, a more kind of Hollywood-esque um, view of, of the lower levels of pro racing than, than sort of what my father does at this point in his career. But interesting you bring up the whole rubbin thing from that god-awful movie um <laughs> i had i like that movie i'm oh. not gonna i'm not gonna lie oh it's so bad i'm not gonna lie <laughs> to me the only the only good part of robert that duvall movie, makes that movie not, not, see i i love it when they're when they're racing in the wheelchairs in the hospital that, oh that is that is good <laughs> that that scene i can get with right i can relate to that it's like we'll get him in the turns you know they're, they're bumping each other right i i personally just like the fact that when he's talking about eating ice cream he's like what are you doing well, we're eating ice cream. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. It's a good scene. That's a good. I mean, it's a good scene. And actually, my father used to race against Tom Cruise, like actually race against him. So, um, right around the time that movie came out, in fact. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting little bit of family trivia. You know, we were also at all the events that Paul Newman was at. My father, for a long time, raced in a class called GT2, and Paul Newman was racing in a class called GT1. Uh, and also Trans Am racing. And so they were on the track at the same time during these events. You have like one, two, sometimes three classes all out for the same race, right? Um, so there's a, it's kind of a weird deal. There's a bit of uh, competition between the classes as well as competition within their own, you know, technical class, right? So it was a lot of fun um, hanging out with those guys. I don't remember Tom Cruise very well. My brothers say that he was a very, very nice guy. I was, I was young. I was yeah, really, really young. I remember him being a total dick. So it's a bit, it's a bit <laughs> of a Tom, conflict. If, Tom, if you're listening, you can come on the show and and come defend yourself. Come on, like bring change it on. Change our minds. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. I would if, if Tom Cruise is listening, we're doing something right, <laughs> right? And I think he's laughing that I call him a dick. Probably, um, but I think it is amazing. On a side note about the, the Top Gun movie coming out, I'm so excited. Dick I mean, or not, we'll, I'm so we'll excited. Get, we'll get to that later when it comes that. that. I mean, the government giving Tom Cruise an airplane to fly. What? what an F-18. Yeah, what, what's going yeah. on with our government these days? But I, anyway. I don't know how they pulled it off. You know, my cousin flies F-18s, and it, it's mind-blowing to me that a celebrity was allowed to take the stick, even regardless of... Uh, of circumstance. It, that I, really I'm, I'm kind of with you, but we're going to have to put a pin in that one. We'll circle back to that one later. We'll put a pin in that. But my whole point of my story, so you bring up the whole rubbing his racing thing. When my eldest brother first started racing, he was racing in a class called um, Spec Renault, which became Spec Racer Ford and, and has a long uh, history amongst racing fans. They all know that class very, very well. But he brought bump drafting to amateur racing. Now you have to explain right? what, what bump drafting is. The short of it is, right? You I mean, have, I know what drafting is. You know but, what dra the yeah. aerodynamic effect of drafting? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So with a bump draft, 
you basically virgin, right? <laughs> I'm gonna pop your cherry. <laughs> it's gonna I mean, be you know, nasty. for the for those that are actually listening to the podcast right now, as soon as you said that, your hands are <laughs> we gonna talk about <laughs> in a very awkward position yeah, about we gonna talk about, about bumping from behind, <laughs> bumping from behind. All right. So so bump drafting, uh, effectively, you're in the draft of of the car in front of you, right? But in order to get uh, sort of a, a leg up on the slingshot effect of coming out of the draft, you rear end the car in front of you. Just give them a little nudge. Hello. Little hello. <laughs> little, well, how's your father? Right? You, you're right, right there. Just a little reach, you know, and, and it disturbs the car. So and, many metaphors uh, with so many. this. It disturbs the car just enough that the aerodynamics actually give you a little bit of a vacuum effect. Uh -huh. So you can imagine how frustrating this is if you have a fiberglass car you're fixing and some, it every yeah, every other some second. jackass kid is coming up and boom just giving you a little tap from behind and slingshotting around you but it won him a lot of races and and as a result everybody in that class started bump drafting within about 12 months right so it became known as this like complete rough and tumble class very similar to that movie where they're just like kind of popping each other all the yeah, time exactly right you're just like why is it why is this legal so well it wasn't you have plenty to look forward to for this weekend. I mean, that I mean, I'm excited for you. I mean, that's good. I mean, it's always good to see family coming in town. You get to it be is, around some racing. It is. I love the competition. I love seeing my dad compete. Um, you know, he's a, a multiple-time national champion in his various classes. He's he's an extremely talented driver, so that's a lot of fun. And turning wrenches is fun. Um, and that's all we do all weekend long. I mean, it's just turning wrenches, pounding out dents. Well, okay, if you weren't if you weren't at the track, you weren't doing that, and you had your choice, of course, in a non-COVID world, what would you want to be doing for, for Labor Day? I mean, I know that it's getting to that point when you're not going to be doing as many races, you know, going forward. Sure. Is this, is are you actually going to take a, a vacation for yourself? I don't know. <laughs> you're My like, newfound freedom. Freedom, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, think about all the holidays. To me, Labor Day weekend is a really tough weekend to make like a long weekend out of something, like going somewhere. Like, I understand, like, having an event or something, but for those people that travel, I mean, if, if those of you listening, hit us, up, hit us up. Let us know what is a, a Labor Day getaway or vacation that you guys would recommend or do. Because, I mean, when you have to drive more than three hours, to me, it's kind of a waste of a weekend in the fact that I, I'm going to be spending more time in the car. Right. And you if know. you were to visit your family, that's exactly what you'd have to do, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a four-and-a-half-hour drive to Dallas, uh, you know, four to four-and-a-half hours. And so you spend at least eight, anywhere between eight and nine hours in the car. And so, so if you get off, and if, if we were able to leave Friday night, we get in late, you're there Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, you have to leave to, to come back. So Well, I would vote that you definitely get off on Friday night. That'd be the way to start your Labor Day weekend, traveling aside. Well, in my industry, you don't, you never know. You never know. You never know. Well, Wait, true I mean, that, there, right? That's true. I might have rehearsals or a show or something going on. I mean, and in a non-COVID world. Did you typically find that back in the day? Do you remember off the top of your head, your labor days? Were you usually well, on stage somewhere doing run-throughs? Most of the time, I've always been doing something. Yeah. Labor Day was probably one of the few times that I had more time off, but I, it's been a long time since I remember having a long weekend holiday. I mean, even during Thanksgiving. I would have stuff going on typically, and the only day I'd have off is Thanksgiving. That makes sense. You know, I mean, holiday yeah, holiday that makes a lot of sense. Holidays are are really big because when people have time off, they want to they're out of work. They want to go to entertainment. They want to go do things. Families in town. So for the entertainment industry, 
work is up at yeah. that point. Labor Day is a weird one, right? Because you've got all the kids just off of summer break. So it wouldn't make any sense to go on a big family vacation, right? You've got the Thanksgiving holiday coming up. Frankly, if you have a family, you've got Halloween coming up. Well, they're also, they're doing away, a lot of colleges are doing away with fall break this year. Just, uh, just sure, because of that all, makes sense. Just, just the way everything's kind of fallen and the, the schedule. Yeah. You know, I, I'm i not doing anything. I'm celebrating your birthday. I am actually going to be and working. thank you for that. I, well, uh, upon that, I am going to be working um, this weekend. Which, which is, is huge. Which is a huge thing. It's a really big thing. Yeah, it's, congratulations. That's, yes. that's tremendous. It's a one-day one thing that, that we're doing. Uh, we're filming uh, something in the theater, but it, it's it's great just to be able to, to do it. There are a lot of stipulations and safety guidelines we have to go through. And again, we're only in there for one day, but that's what I'll be doing this weekend. And then I'll be spending the time with you. But let us know what you are doing. I mean, whether you're just watching a movie or hanging out with friends, doing the pool thing. You know, I, I will be watching a movie this weekend as well uh, upon your birthday, probably as the, the hangover cure on Monday. I'm going to be ordering the Mulan on Disney+. Plus. Is that out? I think it comes out this weekend, I thought. Really? Or is it? Or am I jumping the gun? I have I have September thirtieth rattling around in my brain, but that might be because it costs thirty dollars. Yeah, and I'm I thought it was up. I thought it was the sixth. I thought it was Sunday. We'll have to. Oh, we'll, well, have to I mean, double then sick. I know I know what I'm doing too. We'll have know? to. <laughs> Either that, or I'm watching Bill and Ted's face the music for the second time. Well, and for our listeners, you guys know how much that we enjoy Bill and Ted's, and specifically Philip jo enjoys Bill and Ted's. I love Bill and Ted's. And we actually watched it. it that was uh, that was great. We got our it wives. It was most excellent. It was most excellent. It, our wives sat through the whole thing. My wife enjoyed it. I was mind blown that my wife enjoyed it. You didn't think she was? I did not think she was going to enjoy, enjoy it. it, no. I was really pleasantly surprised that she that she got a kick out of the movie. I thought, yeah, it's a Bill and Ted's movie, Yeah. Right? I thought it hit on every mark. I thought they did a great job with coming up with a way to write a script that made sense. I mean, obviously, you have to for, scrap, for a movie that makes no sense. Endings, yeah, right? Exactly. exactly. Right. And you got to write inconveniencies. Um, but I, I really thought they did a nice, a nice job with it. I was, I was impressed. I do think that Keanu Reeves should never shave his beard ever again. That should be written into his agent's contract. From now on, the beard stays. It's, it's going to come back as he's doing John, another John Wick. Oh so, yeah, no, so, I'm, so I'm sure. Come I'm sure the beard came back <laughs> like the next day. <laughs> I'm not even sure he shaved it. That might be, you know, makeup and prosthetic over the beard. <laughs> or they just CGI'd his face. Or no, something. that's not possible. No, <laughs> they can't do that. It looked too good. There's no it way. Way right? too good. Yeah. Uh, if, if you guys haven't seen Bill and Ted's face, Bill and Ted face the music. You should check it out. You can get it. It's streaming. Um, we recommend it. That I would love to hear people's comments about our. So I, I want social media comments about how Bill and Ted plays for Face the Music. I would read those all day long. That's true. And you know what? It would be interesting to hear. What do you think some of the, I guess, younger viewers would would say about the movie? Is that they can't what, relate, right? You don't think they'd be able to relate at all? Because they, they use the daughters in this. Do you think that they wouldn't be able to relate at all to this movie? I don't. I, I Again, I think it hits. I think it's a good movie for a Bill and Ted's movie. I don't think with... I think without the context of the original movie, it's a dud. So it's it's got to be a twenty five and up, or maybe even thirty and up. Well, or movie. you or you go discover the original movie and fall in love with it, which I think well, that's is possible. True. It is right? possible. There's a lot of dated content because of the timing, but I think it mostly is still funny. Um, obviously, the 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 pure humor of just having George Carlin in that role will be lost on young people unless they're 
really geeky about stand-up comedy and have like seeked him out. Right? It, it was out. nice to see that they they threw a little, yeah, little clip. And don't no spoilers. Clip, no sorry. spoilers, right? No spoilers. But um, I agree. The the tributes, the nods, it was all um, it was all very appropriate. I think. But you know, young people. We we've talked about this before, right? Because you're a big Star Wars fan. I am. Young people have a weird relationship with things that we find near and dear to our hearts, right? I have a younger employee. He's a film buff. He's a TV buff. He's very, very smart. So he's very analytical about what he watches, which I really appreciate. It's a lot of fun to talk film and TV with this guy. He likes Star Wars. But for him, episodes one, two, and three, are, are, that's his Star Wars. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he, that's so what he... Was, he so he was my my around to my age at that point. Well, I guess maybe even a little younger, younger, yeah, a little younger than younger you. Me, yeah, yeah. I was, I was in middle school when those those came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and he grew up on those, right? So for him, watching the original three movies is difficult. He's like, yeah, special effects are terrible. The movies are campy, right? For me, watching episodes one, two, and three was painful because I, you know, I'm a little bit older than the generation with it that really struck with the original films. But I'm just old enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it'll it'll wait till the weekend. It'll it'll come out. It'll oh, it, it'll roll off the tongue. It's little, gonna seep out easier. of my pores. I promise you that much. <laughs> I promise you that. But yeah, no, it's um, it, I still relate more to those films, right? So it's it's interesting the the context um, of pop culture references with these movies. The thing about Star Wars, I actually I didn't. I love the original ones. I actually like the first three as well. There are things about them that we're not going to get into that we could I could go on for for hours on. I'm sure there are entire podcasts dedicated to just that. There are, there, <laughs> but and even the new ones, I enjoyed those as well. And I know people are super super critical because you like the the diehard fans that grew up with it. They they just they it's very very different and. I think it's very interesting because the movies were made for kids and they continue to make them for kids, but they continue to retain more of the older fans that grew up with it. Fans are such assholes, though. I, we, we are. We can be. We're very, very Man. stubborn, very, very pigheaded. So about. picky, right? It's like, oh, my God, they ruined my childhood. By reading. It's, like, come, it's, a, it's a movie. It's okay. So can you honestly say you've never said that about anything? Of course I have. <laughs> Good, I was and looking say. back on it, I'm like, what an asshole. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Rooney, you're an asshole. Rooney, you're an asshole. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's a terribly self-centered thing to look at a, you know, a multi-million dollar project that involved the, the sweat, tears, and passion of hundreds, often thousands of people in today's film industry. And be like, they just, they fucked it up. They ruined it. It's like, okay, yeah. Maybe not the best film, whatever it is. Right, but really, really, like, did it, did it, did it hurt your heart? Are you, do you have a little scar? In uh, some there people, now? it really did. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I think it God. really did hurt some people that deeply. So I've never been to Comic Con or anything like that, but I, I'm sure it would just you would hear, and uh, all the sci-fi world and comics, you would probably hear just an, uh, an amount of of feedback and information that I could not process. I've never been to Comic Con. Neither have I. Neither have I. I really need to never go. You would never go, not even if. No, no, no! I need to never go. <laughs> Does that mean you? You? I'm want, such a nerd. Are you, you kidding go. me? I'd be all dressed up in like a Star Trek uniform, right? 
I'd have now, like, com- I'd have like a, a man's ear to suck in my belly so I can pull <laughs> off the like, you know, young Riker, but not the order the beard, something. I can't right? even do the, the live prosper thing. I can't, I know I can't do that. Is it that or that? I, I, I can't, I can't. I'm a bad geek. I'm not a, I'm not a Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie. My wife loves Star Trek. I love Star Trek too. But so I, I knew, I knew I loved your wife. Yeah. I mean, well, there you go. Well, okay. So they have different comic cons. Yeah, they have, well, different cities. I mean, cause Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean like other different themes. There's no different themes. Oh, I don't right. know. I've never, I've never been. For those of you that, again, our listeners, that let us know. Post up. Post up. Educate us, please. Post, post up. Let us know what Comic-Con we should go if we were going to go to. I, I feel like the one, the biggest one to go to is out in California. I would think so, but I have no idea. New York could be huge. That's, that's I, true. I really, I really don't know. I'm absolutely blown away whenever I come across all the images from these Comic-Cons about how wild and over the top people go and it's wonderful and I can totally relate to that because I, I like theater and I'm a geek and I like sci-fi so why not right why not go and, and play and and do your thing I've never done it I should ever do it again because I get I get deep with things when I get involved <laughs> it's bad and that I, I rabbit just, hole looks really really deep I just don't know if I could afford <laughs> to exactly go to Comic right I mean, I've just heard the prices and what you what you spend there. Well, have you seen these guys that build like fully functional Iron Man suits and stuff? Well, and models now make a lot of money doing this, right? There's a whole genre of modeling mostly for women, right? Because they're mostly very scantily clad to do these um, these shoots of these of these. Well, that, that's a very nice but. way to 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 put it that they're dressed slutty. I, <laughs> they're, they're 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 slutty sci-fi's. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it classy. <laughs> I know. All right, there, San Diego. Are. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> I know you were. You, you had the, the, the Connecticut. Gun. Gosh, yes, these young ladies. <laughs> you know, you look back at all of these um, film and, 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 and comedies and whatnot from when we were younger. It's easy to be nostalgic. Some of this stuff is also really, really disturbing. Right. Have you ever gone back, for example, and watched any of the old um, like Thundercats cartoons or oh, I used the to love those. Me too. I, I loved it. I love me it. too. Right. Okay. So I've got a theory about this. Lay it on me. If you go back and watch Thundercats and or He Man, you can choose. Right. It's basically a scene from a leather bar. <laughs> okay it really is especially thundercats i mean thundercats thundercats is a bunch of mostly naked muscular people right running around with like big jock cups shaved chests right i mean panthro's got freaking spikes on his leather straps for goodness sake i mean this is like and, and he's like you know the wrench wheel who he just destroyed your childhood dude it's really it's whoa you watch he-man Something was going on there. So I don't know. It, it's, um, it's interesting to look back and, and, and sort of pick this stuff apart, right? The other thing that just blows my mind when I go and look at what we grew up on is how unbelievably violent oh, these yes. cartoons and TV oh, shows. Oh, yes. Wow. I mean, it's like, I look, I, I'm shocked as an adult. I go, whoa, that is so, it's like watching John Wick. In cartoons. <laughs> it's but, just, um, it's weird to think now, like, that's what we were kind of watching. And, like, now, like, you're, we're like, we just mentioned this weekend, oh, what are you going to watch? Bill and Ted's, Mulan, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe Trolls, <laughs> you, you know? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have a glass of wine. I might do the live action Lion King again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, put on some Kenny G or Toto and take a bath. <laughs> well, 
if you guys know or have great plans this weekend, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. We'd love to hear some stories about what you are doing this Labor Day. Well, Phil, my glass is empty. Brother, it really is. But before we go, I just want to give a shout out to a dear friend of mine who's going through the toughest of the tough time. His name is Daniel. I love him with all my heart. Daniel, buddy, if you're listening, we are thinking about you every day and we love you. But again, happy early birthday. Thanks, man. I appreciate that very much. Looking forward to seeing you celebrate. It's going to be great. You guys, make sure you check us out on social media. And for those of you out there that want to catch more episodes, we have a new episode coming up every Friday. So you guys make sure that you check us out on all the social media outlets or go to www.neighborsdon'tknock.com. You can check out a really cool link. Our merchandise link is on there. You can get a great shirt. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Out. Out.